like the Hawaii boys can bring us there in today. There we go. All right. Sneaky Hawaiian. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> sneaky Undercover. Hawaiian. Undercover. I know. I was just learning the whole story. I was like, wait, how do I not know of this guy? Or how did I not know? Um, well, what's the age difference between you guys? I'm 27. 33. So okay. Six years? That's yeah. big enough. Yeah. I mean, especially because I like moved away and never really moved back full time. Yeah. And yeah. I, I only moved out to Hawaii my sophomore year of high school but i was there like every summer before that for a really long time so okay i wasn't like fully enveloped with everybody. where did you where'd you grow up though utah so okay. like utah until yeah let's let's I hear moved. it from the beginning just yeah. give us a little breakdown here <laughs> yeah so i was born in utah um my dad played uh, a bit of avp um was casey casey patterson tells the story all the time but was his first qualifying partner nice. um so like they were you know kind of the utah crew training out of there and yep. what's your dad traveling name? dennis roberts okay um so yeah born there played basketball in utah because there's no boys volleyball there so i didn't play any indoor volleyball um just learned how to play beach first and would play only during the summers and decided i needed to move to hawaii so i could play volleyball so uh. <laughs> sophomore year freshman year right at the the summer after my freshman year i was like we're visiting. I'm with my mom. I'm like, mom, can I move out here? Please. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I want to play volleyball, dude. <laughs> yeah. So she let me finally. And then, yeah, I moved, went to Kalaheo, graduated from Kalaheo and played volleyball. And yeah, had the best time. Awesome. Yeah. I, I always thought you were born in Hawaii and popped around. No, I, I mean, like I, Hawaii is like home for me. So like when I, on breaks and stuff, I go to Hawaii. Like okay. I go, you know, I go see all my family over there and friends okay. over there. And like, I go to Utah still, but yeah, Hawaii is definitely home. You know, it's okay. uh, like I was there every summer before that, made a bunch of friends. So every time I'd go back, like my, my age group was like Tui Tuiletta, Scott and Engelman, yeah, yeah. Micah Ma. Mm -hmm. um, so those were all like my friends when I would go back and we'd play beach all summer. And then, yeah, I'd come back to Utah and be like, dang it. Now I gotta go through winter time and <laughs> no way. not play volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> So sophomore year of high school is like the first organized indoor volleyball experience for me. And your parent, your dad's from Hawaii or mom or? No. So my dad. What's the connection there? My dad was born in Samoa and then they moved to California mm. um, down in San Diego. And then the family just all picked up and moved to Utah. I don't really know why. Um, I think my grandma's sister lived there. Mm. So they just moved the whole family down yeah. eventually. Well, there's a huge, some, or I mean, just Polynesian. Oh, yeah. Community yeah. in Utah. I mean, a bunch of kids come Vegas from Hawaii down and, to and go to Utah. Yeah, um, right. Like, there's a there's a school Tim View that my cousins all went to, and kids from Kahuku like all the time just coming down there because the football program was so good. Right. So yeah. they would come play football there and you know do what they could. Which I mean, Kahuku's good too. But every time they'd come play the Utah teams, they'd kind of get worked a little bit. Right. Just a different level, you know. Yeah. And so all of them would just end up moving down to Utah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. And you did the opposite for volleyball. Oh, yeah. It took off. Yeah. You went to Hawaii <laughs> to play high school, like, just because of volleyball? Yeah, much? I wanted to play. Yeah, I was like, we played. Um, so I played a little bit in Utah. Um, I actually played with, I played with Ben Patch. Okay. Um, we were both, like, super young, brand new. Um, but there's no boys. So we would play girls' high school tournaments when we were, like, seventh, eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. Our coach was just like, he, it was just like a random team. He just signed us up for these preseason girls high school tournaments and we would play. And yeah, so I met Ben. Ben lived like right around the corner from me uh, in Provo. So huh. that was like my first volleyball experience. But then I was like, man, I just, I want to play. Yeah. Like I, I always loved it. And I liked basketball too a lot. I still love basketball, but I just knew volleyball was like 
what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, sick. And I'm just imagining you and Ben Patch playing against women indoors right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was it, it was not. <laughs> were you guys like 14s and they were 18s? Yeah, or? no, it was it was like high school. We we were not winning all the games. Um, there was uh, there's this moment. If if Ben ever hears this, is gonna be hilarious. But we were playing, and Ben would play middle first because he was like just tall and yeah. lanky, but he was still new. We were all new, and. This girl goes up. He goes to like just rip a ball, and this girl just Kong blocks him with one hand. Like oh my God. she's like she's like this far over the net, like right. not high at all, and just Kong blocks him. <laughs> and we're dying laughing. Like we're just we're laughing. He's so mad too. He's like, "Set me again." Sets him again. Same thing. Babu. We're like, "Oh my gosh, dude!" Twice. Oh, it's so funny. But yeah, no, we were not like destroying these girls by any means. <laughs> yeah, we were just super young. So you did you like beach better than indoor? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I learned I learned beach first. Like that was the first version of volleyball that I learned was beach when I was young, and so like I just I always loved it. I always like I like traveled with Casey and my dad to some tournaments and stuff, so I'd get to be around like mm. the AVP. You know, you see the big ball at the tournaments, and I would just while they would go play qualifiers, I was just running around all the sponsor booths, just getting free T-shirts yeah. and nice. stuff. And I still <laughs> yeah. do that. Free uh, chapstick. Know, right? yeah. <laughs> free chapstick. Yeah, just running around. I was like, dude, look at all the stuff I got. My dad's like, awesome. <laughs> He's like, what we what we do now, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, cool, nice. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's I always, yeah, always loved it. Did you did you ever play against Casey in a match? I've never, no, I never played oh, Casey. That would yeah. be kind of fun. I've only played Casey in fours. We we were talking about it um, at one of the fours matches. I was like, dude, we've never played each other in in like an actual AVP event, just yeah. fours. Yeah. How old were you when you met Casey? Like, were you old enough young. to remember kind of who he was? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I I like. Um, at that point, like, I, I learned when I was really young, so I was probably, like, I had to have been, like, 10 years old or something okay. like that, so I was old enough, um, and I, they would always bring me on, and, like, Pepper and stuff, okay. um, and whenever I'd go watch games, like, my family tells it all the time, because I would just, like, when we, when they would take me to matches, I would literally just sit there and watch, like, I wasn't, like, running around with all the other kids, except for, like, at the big AVPs, where there's, like, a bunch of stuff going on, but, like, at the yeah. regular matches or, like, practices, I would just sit there and watch them the whole yeah. time, like not flinching just like watching them play the whole time that's awesome um and then i was just waiting for them to like hey you want a pepper yeah yeah i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah that's, that's very cool i remember I, all it's of it. cool uh just how much access a kid can get to a professional environment yeah you know and i know like if you were uh because at that point they were in the qualifiers yeah it's kind of like the d-league of the avp yeah It'd be kind of cool if you know you were your parent was a D leaguer and then you just get to talk to LeBron James. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind no, of totally. the equivalent. Yeah, yeah. And Casey was still like, I mean, he was still raw for sure. And this was before he went back to BYU and finished out okay. his indoor career. And then he played like a season oh, indoors. So he was like really, really early. He was yeah. blocking full time for my dad at that point. So oh, that's right. Um, yeah. yeah, there's like a video. It's like it was like 2004, something like that. Um, there's a video on YouTube that of them playing like a qualifier match and it's just yeah casey's the exact same person like just screaming and yelling the <laughs> yeah, whole time yeah. right just getting all fired up yeah and my dad's like me just like super quiet so it's really funny to watch yeah <laughs> my favorite casey video of all time is when him and loomis won 2009 and uh somewhere in new york gosh coney island coney island yeah there it is it's him and looming they played uh john and sean scott uh, Casey's he's got the blonde mohawk and yeah. he's just screaming. And I forget who's on the mic, but someone on the mic is like, Casey better watch out because Sean will eat him. <laughs> they basically look like it, yeah. yeah. They were just so loud. Yeah. I mean, especially both of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah, tie two, huh? 
Uh, Casey's still Sam. like that at however old he is, 45. Imagine what he was like when he was 27. <laughs> oh, I know. I I played my first professional indoor contract. I was with Casey on the same team. And I was just like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> that was Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was crazy. I th- Honestly, I think he's mellowed out more right now. Like, yeah. I don't think he wants to be mellowed out, <laughs> but I think he just doesn't have the energy that he used to have. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't maintain by just like screaming your head off on <laughs> yeah. every point. It takes a toll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why he whistles now, right? Less less energy. Yeah, yeah. just as loud, but yeah, it's, it's less less Smart. energy. He yeah. needs people to know he's there. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like our match in uh, Virginia Beach. It was so quiet. Everyone yeah. just had to stop celebrating. Yeah. Because we Everybody's played. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> we were just dying. And that was what your third match. That was our third match day? that day. Yeah. Yeah. Like we yeah because our. Our first match was supposed to be Saturday, but the lightning delay. So it gets yeah. pushed to Sunday. We play at like, whatever, 7.30, 8 a.m. And it was already burning hot at yeah. 7.30, 8 a.m. So just fully drenched in warm-ups. Yeah, that was, that was the most tired I've been in a tournament ever. It was, it was tough. We played each other in the quarterfinals of Virginia Beach mm. of the tour slash qualifying series. Right. <laughs> and um, it, was, it, it was upwards of 100, yeah. I think. It was yeah. just one of those matches where everyone, like, you hit it, like, you could bounce a ball. You're like, great. Yeah, <laughs> You're just right. saving all of your energy. Yes. Yeah. 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 Been there, done that. Yeah. It's, there's an art, it's an art to playing in the heat, for yeah. sure, in terms of energy conservation. Yeah. And we had, there's a lot of that. I mean, Atlantic City. Yeah, Atlantic City. You played AC? Yeah. You and, who should play with? Pete? Yeah, Pete. That okay. Pete uh, Pete burned his feet that day, uh, that first day. Like that was a battle was of attrition. So hot and neither of us had socks. Like we, oh, I, I don't know. I usually always have socks in my bag, and I yeah. looked in my bag. I was like, "Where are my socks?" And so neither of us had socks. We bought like some socks from the tent, and I'm fairly used to it. Like Queens is so hot, right? Yeah. So when you play there all the time, like my feet have been used to this since I was a junior, right? Yeah. So like that was it was okay for me. Like I, I wore socks for a match and then took them off, but Pete's feet got super bad. Yeah. And so, like, we played Chase and Avery uh, to get to Sunday on Saturday, and he, like, could barely walk. And it yeah. was just, like, so tough. Yeah. He's, like, limping around. It, it, was, oh. it was tough. With socks on. The, like, and it's, like, shells and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was tough. The videos from that tournament were something else. Marty Lorenz played yeah. his last match on Saturday <laughs> night on his knees. Just scooting around. Because it was hot? Because, no. His so feet were burning. His feet. So, you got, everyone got blistered, but then Atlantic City is really shelly. Right. And so the shells were carving up people's blisters. Oh. And so Microcell was being like carted off the beach. Jeff Samuels, yeah. Pete, Connell, Marty, JM couldn't really play our <laughs> last like match. It was, I was the term, tournament director. Uh... Well, I mean, that's why they moved it to Central Florida, the Pro Series. Oh, Because right. they saw the players. <laughs> Is that why they did it? I, mm. I would imagine yeah. so. That's a good move. I mean, I, I don't know for sure, but. It was a. We used to play Atlantic City in between the casinos, not on the beach. Okay. And the sound was great. <clears throat> they probably brought it in though. Probably. Yeah. Um, because that was that was tough. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. We played. So we played Mike before that. Okay. And it was like, I mean, that's probably the worst I've ever been. Somebody in. I think it was like six, twenty-one-six. Yeah. Like just oh, and damn. we were just like. I'm ruthless. I was like short serving it the whole time. I was like, Come on, dude, you gotta run, man. For sure. Yeah. Get bombing, up, Mikey. Bombing jump stairs from the good side. Yeah, I was like, sorry, dude. I need to get off this court quick. Yeah, fast matches were valuable. Yeah. That that score. If you go through BBB and look at the scores from that event, I think you'll see the most lopsided match scores you'll ever yeah. see. 
in a tournament right. because it, you'll just know, all right, here's where that guy got hurt, 21-2. Yeah. Right. Oh, for <laughs> sure. It's the Hawaiian feet. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, I, I feel mean, like, that sand is hot there. Oh, yeah. Queens is nuts. Yeah. I, Queens, especially like, in the As summer. a junior with sand socks, like, I've gotten burned there like three times like with sand socks on. Mm-hmm. So like a couple times of that and you're good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Where else did you play in, in Hawaii? It was mainly there. So when when I was young, like first started going out there for all the summers, like I was still I was a really small kid. I mean, I'm still not terribly tall, but um, I was small, and so I would play with uh, I'd play with the women. Like the women would let uh, me jump in and right. play with them because yep. I could play like full speed, and it was fine for them. Right. Because I was so small, and then I started meeting the juniors like Tui and Micah and all them, yeah. and got to play with them. But it was mainly queens. Um, I'd play at Outrigger sometimes. Uh, but not a whole lot. The only guys I would go there with is like Nino Frank. Um, yeah. So I graduated with him. So we would go there all the time. Oh, you graduated Kalahoe with him? Yeah. Okay. Um, so like I would go there with him and then some of my club friend, uh, club teammates were also members over there. So right. we would go over there with them yeah. uh, before practices mm-hmm. or whatever it was during yeah. the summer. Um, but yeah, it was mainly Queens like right. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Queens is nice. Deep sand. But deep, yeah. Super deep. But it's just like, I like the graininess of it. It's like... Feels good, it, yeah. It's, thick. Yeah. it's, it's good. thick sand. It is yeah. thick. Yeah. It's kind of like the North Shore sand. Yeah. Which a lot of Waikiki, the sand's from like all over the place. Yeah. It's not actually from there. Yeah, because they bring it in all the time. They right? brought yeah. it in, yeah. Really? Yeah. Because of erosion? No, because they won't need, the tourists need beach. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, erosion, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, but like, yeah. if there wasn't the hotels and everything, the whole, everything would look different. Okay. The reef would be exposed, but it's all covered with sand and yeah sunscreen and yeah. it's all dead reef yeah. man seeing that sand the other day when we went surfing you just picked up just a mound of plastic just the sand oh is, yeah is so, oh yeah becoming so gnarly down here yeah in la yeah because that i mean just in general they're talking about all these microplastics in the sand like yeah. bring it to people's awareness and like now you go down there you're like wait what and you look at it you're like that's not all rocks yeah, yeah. it's pretty nuts it's gross. Yeah. it is gross you can take a strainer to sand like pretty much anywhere now mm-hmm. especially here like just strain it and you'll get plastic yeah it, like doesn't exactly. guarantee and a fat yeah. chunk of tar yeah yeah that's weird too huh? yeah. Yeah, it's all over yeah yeah and then if you drop like my phone has the magnetic thing on the back so if i drop it in the sand i just get like these like dangling oh like i guess it's metal in the sand that yeah. like comes out and it, it's like will actually like dangle from the magnets <laughs> which I, that's got to be natural i don't know i don't Beats me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just Cali. Yeah, I play volleyball. I just play in the sand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't study it. I mean, the sand here is really nice to play. Yeah, so it is. Yeah, can't it complain. Is. Did you play indoor in college though? Yeah, I played okay. at I played at a small NAIA school, Graceland, uh, over in Iowa. Oh yeah, so. that's where Nick went. Nick Costello went there for a year. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, so yeah. I was talking to him when uh, when when I said I was going there. He's like, Oh, bro, I went there for a year and. <laughs> And then I bailed. Yeah, and then I was <laughs> over it. So I, I almost did the same thing. First year, I was like, "Man, I'm out." Like, yeah, just wasn't like, I kind of, I, I'd made the decision pretty poorly. Like, it was poor volleyball decision. Um, I was like, far <laughs> away as possible. Like, I wanted to be just far away, like by myself, uh, yeah. away from family, all that. Like, just to have my own experience. Yep. Um, but like, you know, it's just the team's not great, and um, it's a super small town. Like, so everything Nick told me was like, it was a good warning. I should right. have listened. Like but I did. cow tipping. And yeah, no, it's, it's like we're, we're surrounded hey, by Amish people. You, you guys you be know? careful talking about your small country town. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> true sorry, Trevor. Ben, um, get off the mic. 
Dogs <laughs> rubbing up on the mic. What he knows I'm a dog person. He's in a good yeah. spot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went there and then I was going to leave after my first year. Like mm -hmm. I told the coach like, hey, I'm going to transfer. And so mm -hmm. I was going to, I was looking at like either walking. I only had like walk-on offers to, mm -hmm. to D1 schools and like I could have played, but they gave me money at that school and I was like, yeah, that's, that's good. I'll take right. it. So, um, I was going to go back, move back to Utah with my family, uh, spend a year at a junior college over there called UVU, which is like, um, Casey and all of them spent time there too. And then go to BYU after, uh, -huh. uh cause in-state tuition to BYU is pretty cheap. So right. like, that's at that point it was like 7,000 a year. Right. Um, and then I ended up, they, they gave me more money. So I ended up going back and like, I had met my who's now my wife, I met her there. So like we were going to separate it. We were only together for like seven months at that point. Yeah. But that was another reason. And so I, I don't ever complain about going there, or like regret it. Cause I, I met my wife there and I have a lot of really good friends that I met there, but yeah, the volleyball experience wasn't, uh, wasn't great. What are you looking for? <laughs> yeah. We, we had one good year and I was like, yeah, I just a lot of frustration over those four years. <laughs> well, when you go from Hawaii, like, cause yeah. the level of volleyball, Hawaii and SoCal, like you can't really. Oh yeah. No, I took I took I took two guys with me from Hawaii. I took one of my best friends and then one of my teammates. I was like, dude, come on, we we need oh, some players, cool. dude. Yeah. yeah. And so we did okay, but and we actually had my team up until my junior year. We had four Hawaiians like on the team, like uh -huh. a couple guys from Big Island, sick. Uh, me, my roommate, and then a couple other guys that would like, and they have a steady flow of people from Hawaii yeah. going in there. Yeah, they're always kind of recruiting yeah. out there. Who would have thought Graceland little school in iowa would have a pipeline to hawaii well, they're, they're smart the coach just goes yeah. out there every year yeah because i remember when he came out and was recruiting nick yeah we had a good time yeah uh he was like having some drinks with uh yeah the parents and yeah. like you know schmoozing everyone up because what is what's the recruiting pitch hey i know you live yeah. in paradise yeah well I'm everyone in hawaii iowa. wants to get off the island like we're looking for an, another experience right you yeah. live on this little rock so I mean, just being wanted somewhere, I think, is big. Like, Nick yeah. was super small, too. Yeah. He's a setter, but he knew he was going to have to either set at JC or play libero. And so it was like they wanted him. And it was, he's an elite volleyball player in terms of, like, actually playing, but he just yeah. wasn't that physical talent that was going to get <clears throat> recruited big. So yeah. I'd say yeah. that's probably it, right? Like, yeah. they really want you, and then it's like, yeah, a new experience, a new place, the Midwest. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what that is. Is that... Good, yeah. bad, I don't know. Let's and it's see. like NAIA, yeah. so like there's not, they don't have the same restrictions on scholarship as NCAA. So like if the program has money, they have money and they can give it to you, right? So right. they find so many ways to get you money out there. And so yeah. like it's, yeah, I think that and like wanting to leave and stuff is a big reason why. But there's there's another school, Grandview, out there. They have a ton of Hawaiian kids going in too. So like okay. almost every NAIA school we played out there in the Midwest like had a Hawaiian on the Interesting. team. And like so like we all like, don't know each other but you know each other right so you walk right. up like hey bro what's up like yeah you know where you're from and it's like met a couple of kamehameha kids that went to grandview which is like an hour away from us and then yeah it's just oh it's, it's interesting it's yeah. really interesting the landscape of naia volleyball i yeah. had no idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a fascinating thing yeah it's not it's not a bad like league either like it's i mean we had a couple guys who played pro for a few years and then came back and played huh. it's like there was one of the, like grandview they had they had like this six eight setter that uh, was on the Brazilian national team that like came over and played and just destroyed everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, then they recruited like after I left, uh, like six nine Cuban kid who was just like this on every yeah. block and yeah. it's like 
So you play against some good guys, but you also play against some some guys who are like a little iffy. But right, you know, toss up. And we would go to some of the like we went to Loyola's tournament all the time in in Chicago. Yeah, we would go to their tournament in preseason. So that's fun. But those teams are just way ahead of you at that point. Right. Some of the schools that are elite in men's indoor kind of crack me up. Like Lewis is really good. Yeah, Loyola Chicago is really good. Yeah, and then but why? Why is there, you know, you look at across oh, the board, yeah. I mean, Loyola Chicago's had a decent run on, in men's hoops recently, but right. aside from that, you never hear. Yeah. So it's kind of like baseball. Rice is really good for I think some it's random just the, reason. It's yeah. just like the school that chose to like focus on that sport. Yeah. And then in the Midwest, it's like how many, there's only so many in the first place. You yeah. get, you have one good year or something, and then all of a sudden you're a volleyball school. Yeah. yeah. And then like they have, wait, who's the head out there right now? At John Hawks, I don't know who's the head at Loyola right now. I think it was a really tall guy when I was there. I don't know. No, it's not. <laughs> I think um, John Hawks, who was my assistant at SC and then Spraw's assistant at UCLA. Okay, I think he's the head there. So like, that's a pretty elite coach. Yeah. And so now it's just like now they're just a volleyball school. Yeah. Yeah. When we when we played their tournament, that was when they did their they won their back to back rings with Jeski and actually okay. Caldwell was that on Cody, that team yeah. too. Yeah, I didn't know it. I just I remember it. I told him I, I told him we were making fun of him on the sideline because because of his hair and he wore a headband indoors. <laughs> and I was like, dude, we were making fun of you like heavy on the sideline, bro. <laughs> For sure. It's like I'm sorry, dude, but you look so goofy. Like <laughs> Cody cracks me up with that hair because before we were playing in Cape Town, he came up to me and he was like, "Hold on, Traff." How do I look? <laughs> He's like three quarters balding, but he yeah. has that like curly patch on top. So funny. It's like, you look phenomenal, Code. Yeah. <laughs> I was so glad I got like, I that came full circle and I got to meet him and like, He's super cool, right? So you become yeah. good friends with him, and like, yeah, that was that was funny. I told him that story. I was like, yeah, dude, we were making fun of you, like heavy, <laughs> <laughs> like heavy, until he started bombing balls. Yeah, and, well, dude, they didn't even play. Jeski played like libero against us. Like again, they're just that team. I mean, they they went back to back, right? They were really good for D one, and yeah. so they they would have destroyed us if they yeah. played their full lineup. Jeski's playing like libero. I think he was hurt at that point too in the season. <laughs> so like, yeah, they and they still, yeah, we we had a few close sets, but. They're just way better than yeah. us. Yeah. Now Cody's in the uh, the Rupay Prime League in India. Oh, right is now. he back there right yeah. now? Yeah. Nice. Oh, what? Yeah. He called me the other day. He's like, "Hey, man, I need the partnership partnership scoop on the beach." And I was like, "I mean, not much is happening." I was like, "Where are you? What are you up to?" Like, I'm in India. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, of course you are." Yeah. 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 Sound like a three month contract. David Lee's coaching a team. Yeah, he's like part I believe owner. Believe it. There. Yeah. Yeah. He's like part owner of a team. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, he's been kind of the American pipeline to yeah. that league. Yeah, because uh, Kyle that. Friend played in it last year. Mm -hmm. Satterfield played in it last year. Bruno, Bruno, Dealey, Dealey, um, and uh, and I think Cody might be the only one going back. I think it's just him yeah. and Dealey and, and a couple college kids. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Cody cracked me up. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a pretty interesting league. They're they're doing three months. I think so. Yeah, was think, it always three months? I think he. He got there in January. It might be three months that he's there, two oh, months okay. that he's competing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a month and a half. If there's a playoff or some playoffs or something, then depends on that probably for the yeah. last few weeks. Yeah, and last year they were all bubbled up, so they yeah. were just stuck in a yeah in a hotel the whole time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so <was> tough. <laughs> did you ever want to go pro indoor, or is that never? I did a little bit, yeah. um, like very briefly. Uh, I played my first like I moved to Houston. 
because um, my wife, she graduated a few years before me, and she got a job in Houston. And so I moved there with her once I graduated and wasn't sure what I was doing. Like, I, I was talking to a few agents. Um, I met Riley Salmon out in Houston, and so mm-hmm. he was, like, plugging me in with people. So I wanted to, but um, I knew, like, I was never going to make great money playing indoors. Like, I mean, it's, you know, I'm a, I was a small setter. Like, there's you're not getting a ton of money. Did you always set? You set at Colorado too? I set at Colorado, but... Because we were public school, there's nobody else could set the ball. Yeah, right? I was gonna so, say, how's the team? Uh, yeah, we were okay. In we, high I mean, we were like second in OAs, um, and then I think the furthest we got in the states was like fourth or fifth. Um, That's pretty good. It wasn't bad. That was the one year we had Nainoa. Um, mm. That guy, he, he's a beast. Yeah, so we he we played all, at UH a little bit. He played like a year. Yeah, a year, yeah. And then, yeah. His and brother Kelly, he was a year older yeah. than me, but. Super good friend. Yeah. Played Outrigger and all that. Yeah, Kaylee is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we, like, he came up, we all went there, like, the same year, our, our sophomore year. Me, Nainoa, uh, Josh Coe, who was our, our basketball point guard, um, and a couple other guys. Like, we all got there at the same time. Didn't they live in Wamanala, the Franks? No, no. Um, uh, but they were living in the back of Nalo. No. Well, they uh, they had the... The Loi or something. Yeah, so there. like they had like that little farm back there, um, but I don't think Kaylee lives there. Oh, okay, got gotcha. Like he always lived in uh, in Hawaii Kai. I don't, I don't know if he moved there officially or not. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. I think he's still doing that though, Kaylee. Okay. Um, I know Nainoa's not. Nainoa yeah. is, uh, he's back. Um, he's running like a, he manages like Hollywood Joe's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Super good athletes. So they're oh, big yeah. boys. Like, like just no workout and just. Jack. Could have been, could have been like doesn't work out college either. football tight ends yeah. kind of athletes. Yeah, no, he he's like to this day he doesn't work out very much. Like he train, you know, works out a little bit, like lifts here and there. He skates a ton, and he's just like eight pack, yeah. huge chest. Yeah. I'm like, bro, what? How's this possible? Like, you don't do anything. Yeah. Maybe he does. Maybe he does more than I know, but I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, great athletes. So. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna take a quick break from the show, not just any break. This is the Waiakea water break. Now, Waiakea has been keeping us hydrated all year long, not just with any ordinary water. This is Hawaiian volcanic water. In all those bottles you saw, what's really cool is that they're made up of 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. So what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So they're not just keeping us hydrated. They're helping out the environment, too. And try, that's not the only cool thing they're doing. That's right. They're giving back to those in Hawaii through the Kokua Initiative, which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there. Another really cool thing is that they make coffee. I'm a big coffee fan, so I'm excited to drink this product. And for every pound of coffee purchased, Waikia donates a book to a child through its literacy program. So use promo code SANCAST online at waikia.com to receive 20% off your order. You can also pick some up at 7-Eleven. Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at waikia.com. Thank you guys, the listeners, for giving support to the sponsors, which then allows us to continue supporting us. It's a virtuous cycle. We love it. We love that you're listening. We love that the sponsors are on board. And we love that Wilson Volleyball has been with us since day one. Almost five years now, Wilson has been working with the boys, and we love those guys. We love the volleyballs they make, the ball carts they make. We love the apparel that they make. I saw Troy Field playing golf with the golf clubs that they make. We love Wilson. Love everything they got, love everything they put out there, and as do you. And to get a 20% discount of all Wilson materials, just the volleyball stuff, get 
use the discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that's SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off all Wilson materials. I mean, I'd say that off-season's coming up, but there's really no off-season. But at this point in the year, you probably need to restock up on volleyballs. I know I have. I just put it in order for 15 more. It's about time for you to do the same. So use the discount code SANDCAST-20 to restock on all Wilson volleyballs, the best beach volleyball in the game. This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. And guess what? Try and I just signed on another year-long contract with Athletic Greens, keeping the partnership going because it is one of the best partnerships we could have for this podcast. If you guys aren't on Athletic Greens yet, if you're not taking those scoops of those green veggies, I cannot recommend it enough. I haven't been sick in two years because of Athletic Greens, and we bring it on the road. They have these awesome little travel packs that they bring. you can bring on the road with you. I bring them everywhere. I haven't missed a day in the last year and a half or so, pretty much ever since me and Try started working with them. It's basically a multivitamin, the best multivitamin on the block. It's cheap. It's less than $3 a day, which it might sound expensive, but if you're investing in your health, it's cheaper than your cold brew coffee habit. It's cheaper than the lattes, and it's way better for you. All right, it's it's the the best all-in-one nutritional insurance you can get. I mean, Joe Rogan, he has it. Tim Ferriss is promoting it. Michael Gervais promoting it. Andrew Huberman's promoting it. All the big dogs are. We're just the little dogs here at Sandcast, and we're promoting it, and we stand by it. Me and Try, we've been healthy all season long despite playing two huge schedules this year, and Try's got another couple big ones coming up with Olympic qualifying. And the best way we're fueling ourselves, Athletic Green. And you can fuel yourself the same way by using our code athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. All right, that's where you get our partner deal. You will get five free packs and a year's supply of their vitamin D. That is a year's supply of vitamin D. Now, we're on the beach. We get a lot of it anyway, but you can always use more. It's so good for your immune system. It's so good for your overall health. So that is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. That's where you will find our partner deal. So I cannot encourage you enough to pick up some athletic greens today. If you love the podcast and want to show how much you love the podcast, then get some Sandcast merchandise. We've got t-shirts, we've got tank tops, we've got coffee mugs, hats, long sleeves, sweatshirts, backpacks, you name it. If you go to sandcastmerch.com, you can find virtually anything you want. And if there's nothing in our store that you don't that you want, you can just send us an email and we'll make it for you. That's how easy it is. So if you want to rock your the merch of your favorite podcast today, tomorrow, whenever you want to get it, go to sandcastmerch.com and start rocking some Sandcast apparel. Looking for a book to read? Well, I know the absolute perfect one. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you are obviously a volleyball fan of some sort, be it indoors or beach volleyball. And that means that you have probably heard of a guy named Ken Steffes. And if you haven't, well, you can flip open our book, Kings of Summer. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. You can find our book, Kings of Summer, The Rise of Beach Volleyball. Now, Ken, he didn't do interviews for like 20 years after his retirement when he was 30. He's the most dominant beach volleyball player of all time. He won more than half the tournaments he played. He won the 1996 Olympic gold medal with Karch Karai, and we wrote all about it. We had the first 
inside look of the rise of beach volleyball from the first professional tournament in 1976 up until those 1996 Atlanta Games, the first that beach volleyball was in the Olympics. I had an absolute blast working on this book with Kent, and Kent had a blast writing on it. He's been writing a ton on Facebook. He is back in the beach volleyball game, and the best, I mean, it's honestly... It's the work that I'm probably more proud of than anything that I've done because it it had interviews from all the greats. It had Sinjin Smith, it had Karch Karai, it's got Randy, Dodd, Hovland, and then Kent's there the whole time, his voice going in and out and writing it with me. And if you're a fan of old school beach volleyball, if you're a fan of beach volleyball at all, if you're a fan of volleyball or the Olympics or just stories of greatness, that is the one for you. So go ahead, go to Amazon and pick up a copy of Kings of Summer today. He got hurt, so he was a wide receiver for our football team. Oh, he did and, play football, yeah. Yeah, and okay. he had like he had a few football offers. Um, oh wow! And but he got there, played his sophomore year, hurt his knee playing football. Couldn't play volleyball or basketball that season. Junior year, doesn't get hurt playing football. We win. That uh, that was when we took like fourth or fifth in states, whatever for volleyball. Yeah. And then we won D two OIAs in states for basketball. Next year plays football gets hurt again and can't play volleyball or basketball again uh, we're like dude this is like our year for volleyball <laughs> yeah. we were gonna be actually decent <laughs> and then he got hurt I was like and we told him like, i told him like probably eight times before so he was like don't play football like please don't play football. yeah don't do it <laughs> but he got hurt because i knew he wanted to play volleyball so I was, was like, was micah Ma on them at punahou at mm-hmm. that time yeah so micah so they won states probably yeah just like every year yeah i mean they just, wins every yeah, year. they just dominate i mean it was <laughs> like we played them I think it was the first round of states we played Punahou. Uh, um, tough draw. Yeah, I mean, it was like we, and that was, you switched to five setters in states. We played three setters uh, all season, and then you switched to five setters, which yeah. is exhausting when you just go straight there. And so we, I think we had a few close sets with them, but not close, like, because it was Tui, Caponofe, Micah Ma setting. And then they always had good liberos, always had good passers. Three, then, like, starting college players. Yeah. I mean, just, <laughs> D1 guys all, all went to really good schools. Um, yeah, just, it was, yeah. you're not beating that team. Yeah. yeah. And Evan Enriquez got close, like, by himself. Kamehameha, <laughs> uh, right? Yeah. 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 We played them, like, the following year, my senior year, we played them in the first round. And that was a fun game because, like, Kamehameha, uh, their, like, strategy with Evan was, like, set Evan every ball. Uh-huh. And that was our strategy, except I was setting. So if I dug a ball every ball got set to me oh, <laughs> so there you go. d balls the whole time and there was one rally me and evan just hit four balls back and forth to each other it was hilarious yeah he's so, at uh stanford now he was at stanford. he was yeah he's okay done. so he's my he's my age so he's done um he's back on the big island he plays he plays a little bit beach now like he yeah. uh he plays um seaside with tanner woods every year were you there when him and tanner made that crazy run no, back wasn't. to the quarters i wasn't dude no. it was wild that was when it overlapped with atlanta so like okay. i didn't i didn't make the jump over i, I okay. we stayed in atlanta for a day yeah. gotcha yeah so seaside it was probably a 50 some team double lm and it was the same year so if you played in the qualifier in atlanta and you didn't make it it was hilarious. Half the qualifiers just jetted to the airport and caught a flight to Seaside. Oh, right. Yeah, and that's right. So then the next day was the start of the first day of Seaside. And so Tanner Woods and Evan Enriquez, they draw Evan, Corey, and Logan Weber first round. And Evan and Logan had a bunch of flight troubles. Well, Evan did. They get there like five minutes before. And Tanner Woods is just 
bombing serves. Uh-huh. And they take Evan and Logan, I think, to three, but lose. And if you lose in the first round of a tournament yeah. like that, double limb, you have to win like 10 matches to get back to the crossover. Jeez. And they just kept winning. And they kept winning. And I think they probably played six or seven matches that first day. Jeez. What? And they ended up losing this barn burner in the third to JM and Garrett Westberg. And I was hoping that they would win. I was like, these guys got to be just yeah. dusted. Right. And But they wore out uh, JM and Garrett really nicely for me and A-Rob at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it was crazy. It was fun watching because I don't know who's from there. Maybe Evan li- or Tanner lives there now. But I they think had... Tanner, yeah. But they, they go back and do camps there every okay. year. Like before Seaside, they do like couple weeks of camps okay yeah. so they got the fan base yeah yeah so like they like they told me to come out and work them like this year they're like dude yeah. if you want to come out and coach we just hang out for a few weeks play volleyball and coach yeah because yeah. that fan base if you have them on your side it's a huge i mean it's home field advantage because yeah. it's huge yeah, yeah. and well, i was wanting to play drunk. Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah that was a fun tournament yeah i heard I, avp was thinking about trying to put an event there i heard the same right? um i know avp america obviously does it every yeah. year um but it's expensive because staying there yeah. is there's only a handful of hotels there right and the hotels know when yeah. seaside is so me and a rob stayed in a hotel one queen bed and it was 500 bucks a night and so i think for the avp to, oh. to staff an event like that would be pretty tough you and guys stayed right there right. like yeah. right next to the beach yeah oh, okay we stayed like a town over yeah smart yeah a lot of people will stay in portland because Portland's like an hour and a half drive, Ooh. and just oh, make no, the we drive. were like fifteen minutes. That's yeah. a bit far. Yeah, because yeah, Portland hotels, you know, they're like eighty-five bucks. Yeah. But you don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> no, I'm, there's no way I'm driving an hour to a tournament. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. we were we were like fifteen, twenty minutes away. It was nice though. It was a cool town too. Yeah. Like right so, on the water, it was really awesome. Yeah, yeah. Seaside's very cool though. It's, yeah, uh, it was bucket fun. lister. For sure. Which, yeah, I've added the Daddy Hane to my bucket list after listening. That's a bucket to, lister. Yeah. Carly's podcast. Did you, have you ever played? Yeah, I played. Uh, I played before I left. So when we were still in high school, me and I know played. Oh, uh, we actually got put on the same team. Super lucky. I think we lost in like the quarters or something like that. Like, did we ever cross paths when you were? I don't think younger, so. I wouldn't have known. I don't think so. No, because I think. Um, I mean, when I was like during those summers, like that summer where I really started playing a lot of volleyball, I was playing indoor still. So like we were traveling yeah, yeah. for nationals or whatever, and then whenever I would play beach it was generally at queens right um, yeah but like yeah i i never i never remembered seeing you there like yeah. we crossed paths with like micah christensen a few times at outrigger yeah. played with him a little bit um we'd play like taylor and trevor in some of like those grass events i played trevor in like a, there was a doubles tournament at outrigger one day okay and yeah. he was playing with Corey mazzucato yeah and we played them um me Must and like a while one of my buddies. yeah that was a long time ago. yeah that was before i think i was before they started playing on the tour like before right, they started right, yeah. traveling qualifiers and stuff um yeah, yeah. that's when i was because i was just ahead of them yeah so taylor like when he was coming back playing all those grass like it was like fours grass events that that we would play yeah. during the summers um he was still in college at that point i think like, yeah okay. still at long beach yeah yeah huh crazy and so you grew up kind of knowing what the avp was yeah. Which I think is strange for guys. Yeah. I think it's more common for, well, it's more common now, especially for girls who want to play in college and then go play AVP. Yeah. Did you know that you'd always wanted to play AVP after you'd kind of gotten experience with it, you know, as a little Grom running around with Casey and your dad? <laughs> um, I think kind of like in the back of my head, probably. But again, like you said, there's just no clear path to it, right? right. So I think most most guys go indoor first and run that train until it stops. 
and then it's like okay let's like oh avp's over here you know and that's just yeah. it, it's kind of the 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 crappy reality of it you know which like unfortunately yeah the girls like the girls pipeline is super strong now like i mean club to to college to to pros now like that that transition is becoming so seamless for girls and like mm-hmm. the route is there like girls have now gone through that whole process and like done it whereas for guys it's still like there's guys who stop playing volleyball in high school and just go straight to beach right yeah. there's like so many different routes that for a kid there's no clear route especially when i was graduating high school you know i was like go play indoor first run it until it's done and then kind of just started playing beach tournaments and i was like oh yeah i remember like i, I want to do this more than <laughs> that like what? i got yeah. so distracted for a while there <laughs> yeah same same yeah. with me yeah, i was like i was like dude i just wasted like five years i could have just done this right away <laughs> yeah. what am i doing yeah <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So yeah, it, it it hit me quick once I started playing again. I was like, yeah. man, I I totally forgot. This is like what I want. <laughs> this is what I like right. to do. Yeah. And you started picking it back up when you were in when you moved to Houston. Houston yeah. Okay. So I started playing with uh, Stephen. So me and Stephen Rochers went to college together, and so he at moved to San Antonio Graceland? at Graceland. Okay. Yeah. So he was my outside there, and then That's he moved to San team. Antonio. Yeah, we weren't bad. We were at one point we we're like two in the nation in the AA, and like we could have made a deeper run in playoffs, but bunch of excuses whatever yeah um and so he moves to san antonio i moved to houston and then i moved there and i'm and he's like hey dude let's play this beach tournament because like he played beach in kansas city and so we would play at grace and whenever it was warm we would go over like these little dirt courts that we had yeah. over there and just mess around um so we played we played a tournament in houston a little local open um got freaking worked because we just weren't playing beach at all um it was terrible I had the worst time. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. And then, uh, and then start like getting into groups in Houston. Like one of my friends, Cameron, like plugged me into everybody in Houston, like all the groups were playing and yeah. there's not bad players out there. So I was able to play a lot like out there. Like it was pretty surprising. And they, huh. again, they're not bad players. So like got good experience and got to play a lot. And then we went to the Austin qualifier that year, which was, uh, 18, 2018. Okay first round lost to eric brannick and uh marty no uh who did he play with before that uh prozer oh pros yeah. is that the year that. you were that's the year I, I ended up beating prosser and brannick in the third round too that yeah. was my first time i qualified. first time qualifying yeah, yeah. Mm. so that there. was yeah i watched you're it. sick yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so that was my first one lose first round and then we were like okay cool and then so we came to manhattan uh lost in the last round to lev and jake okay um and then qualified in chicago later uh and then that was it and then yeah ever since then 19 was my first like season where i went to a lot of qualifiers and, okay you know try to get a full experience and yeah. yeah did okay i mean we i only qualified for like one event that year i think i played with d lee the first three um we got close in austin and then uh lost first round in new york and then yeah just Got a Hermosa bid with Joe Hillman, who's a Utah guy too. That's right. I yeah. remember. Uh, I think I practiced with you guys the day before Manhattan. I don't even remember doing this. Saw so you long and ago. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, that was so long ago. <laughs> I love Joe. Joe's so, Joe's so cool. He's good. Too. I, I talked. I talked him into playing. He so he was living in Houston and doesn't play volleyball anymore, like ever. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I needed. Like, there's no blockers over there. And I was like, yeah. Joe, dude, come on. And so Joe, <laughs> Joe knows my dad. Like, so Joe's also known me since I was like a little kid. Okay. And I didn't really know him at all. Um, and so I, I hear him talking about Utah one day with like we're in we're in the same volleyball group at, at, a, at a practice one day or not a practice but just like playing. Um, 
And I'm like, dude, are you from Utah? He's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, no, I'm from Utah. He's like, what's your name? And I told him my name, and my name's obviously recognizable anywhere. And he's like, dude, I used to babysit you. <laughs> and I was like, no way, come block for me. <laughs> so, yeah, he, we would play all the local Texas tournaments, and we won most of them. Um, like, we'd beat Logan and Christian Honer in the finals okay. of pretty much every one of them. Um, and we got our Hermosa bid through those. Nice. Yeah. And so he, I got, I drug him out to play a, a few more tournaments. And after that season, he was like, okay, now I'm really done. <laughs> Shoulders falling off. Yeah. Yeah. Where no in, practices. Where in Houston uh, do you guys play? There's like, so Third Coast is really popular. Okay. Um, sorry. Um, third Coast is like the spot because they have like 12 courts. The sand is actually fairly deep there. Okay. Um, and it's just really well maintained. You know, it's clean. There's showers and stuff. Um but my buddy Ryan Walker, he has uh, a court at his house, like North Houston in, in Cyprus. And it's a nice court. He got lights up on it. Like the, the year that, the year before I left, he got lights up there. So we were Sick. out there uh, all night, you know, and we would go play there early mornings on the weekends. And Ryan's, Ryan was a really good player too. He would, he would win a lot of like the local Texas tournaments um, right before I got there. And so, yeah, we would go to his house or Third Coast. And so like whenever I did training with like, uh, my coach, it was at Third Coast because it was close and we could get there at like 6 a.m. Because I still had a 9 to 5 at that point. So okay. like 6 a.m. trainings, go to work, work out at lunch, and then go to Ryan's maybe at night. Oof, full day. <laughs> yeah, full day. <laughs> full day. But Man, I remember go. I played Ryan and uh, Dave Updegrove. Yeah, yeah. And maybe the semis or the quarters of a tournament in San Antonio, maybe after an Austin qualifier in 2019. Oh, they ran the next, yeah. yeah, the next day. Yeah. And Ryan's awesome. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. Such a, such a, like a, he, he's so such chill. a good player and like, yeah, he's super chill. Dave's like the complete opposite. Good player too, but like just super like all over the place. And Dave's like, Dave's more so like he wins games cause he tries super hard and like plays really hard, you know? Yeah. Um, Dave moved, Dave lives out here. He lives in El Segundo yeah. now. Yeah. So he moved out. Um, decent golfer. Decent golf. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he plays a lot of golf. That's all he does now. He doesn't play any ball. He just plays golf now. Good for him. Yeah. So, yeah, those guys are awesome, though. Yeah. So Love you them. did the uh, the 2019 season. You moved out after 2019 season? Yeah. So I moved out, okay. um, like, right after that season. Our lease at our apartment's up in Houston, and we're about to go month to month. And I kind of just, like, we we had talked about it, me and my wife, and, like, I told her, I was like, hey, like, you know, I want to play, and, like, if I want to play, I kind of have to go out there. Like, mm -hmm. there's nobody for me to play with here. Yeah. Um, at this point, you know, I've kind of gotten as far as I can go here, especially, like, there's no partners, and just, like, the training's so much better out here. So, like, got to go there at some point. Yeah. She had been wanting to kind of switch jobs at that point, too. So, like, everything kind of lined up, and probably about three weeks before we left, we just made the decision. I was like, let's just go. Like, nice. Lease is up. Let's just do it. Like, yeah. There's not like there's literally no other time that would be good. Yeah. Like, let's just bounce. Yeah. And so I have family in Murrieta, um, and they let us stay with them uh, when we moved out. Moved out late November, and then COVID hits, right? And so we ended up staying there, which was supposed to be like three months. We're there for like six months, um, but yeah, they let us crash there the whole time. So I was driving from there to come out here whenever I'd practice out here with you guys. Okay. Um, and yeah, and then we moved to Long Beach. Uh, june of 2020 yeah. okay we've been there since nice long yeah. beach is a decent little spot 
because you're not far from anything. Yeah. But you're not. You're, you're also not either? close. You're not. To yeah, you're not. I mean, you're at least thirty-five minutes, right? On you're the L- short you're LA close. Yeah. yeah. To everything. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're you're as close as you get in California. Yeah. You're either right next to it in California, or you're not close. Yeah. <laughs> There's no in between. Yeah. So I I was playing in Huntington sometimes too, like down yeah. with like Ed Rattledge, those guys. So like to me, I had no partner, like you know, nobody I was looking at talking to at that point. So I was like that just seemed like the best move for me to be in the middle of everything. Yeah. Um, right. And we also had a friend, like a really good friend who lives there now. And they actually, they live like maybe two blocks away from us who nice. like, they're like, dude, you guys should move here. Like it's cheap. It's super affordable. And yeah. we're coming from Houston, which is like coming to California from Houston. Yeah. is shell shock. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're like, we paid $1,300 for a really nice one bedroom out there, you know, with, tons of space new complex and that's not going to get you a lot here (laughs) so yeah they were like move here and so we went looked at places and moved there and yeah we just really like it there so yeah i don't really know if we'll move or not um makes sense for us to move up here into the south bay but now that i'm playing with paul it doesn't really make sense so yeah Yeah, paul's in san diego still right yeah so Mm. at this point now i'm like costa mesa maybe (laughs) i loved living in costa mesa yeah it was great it's pretty, it's a nice area. I like that. Like yeah. that whole that vibe down there. I really like. I like the Long Beach vibe too. Like it's just yeah. super chill, mm-hmm. really diverse. Like you'll meet so many different people over there. We yeah. we have really awesome neighbors too that we hang out with a lot. So that's also really nice. Um, but just like the space we get in Long Beach for what we pay versus what we pay here for a lot less space. It's just like I can't I can't make it yet. Not yeah. totally. not yet. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I always think about leaving. <laughs> <laughs> God, the things I could have if I don't live here. Yeah. But then now I walk down to the water, I'm like, all right. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, once you're here, though, you're not leaving. Like, It's I mean, hard to leave because yeah. it's also that same. So it's such a tight-knit community, and, like, everyone's pricing at 16th here. Yeah. And, like, I used to live, what, four or five miles inland, uh, and it was just completely different social life, especially with a kid and a family. Like, yeah. I'm not getting the calls anymore yeah. to go out at the pier. Yeah. So now I can at least like bike down and see everyone and <laughs> dip back or like yeah. go for like a drink or two and come back. Yeah. Um, it, it's the goo, it's right? The goo. I was wondering if you were going to. That's what Kent Steffes calls the South Bay. Once you get here, you get Once you're, it's sticky. You can't leave. You try to yeah. leave and it just brings you back. Yeah. It's tough, man. I mean, it's so nice here. Like we, I love it here. My wife loves it here. Her, her company is in El Segundo. So like everything makes sense for us uh, to live here. Yeah. We're just like, I mean, we have a, a nice two bedroom in Long Beach with like a garage and two parking spaces. And I'm like, dude, we're not getting close to that no. here for what we pay. Like, cut no off way. a bedroom and a parking yeah, space. It's like, <laughs> no parking, less space. Yeah, let's do it. Totally. That sounds like a great idea. So, yeah, that's that's our main like thing that's holding us back. But I'm sure for at sure. some point it'll make sense. Yeah. What's your wife do? She's uh so right now she just actually switched into a new role in that company. But she works at a beauty company called Murad. Okay. And she was uh, an assistant purchasing manager for them, but she wanted to do like marketing and product development for them. So okay. now she does that. She just started that this month, actually. She's super stoked on it. Gotcha. So. Cool. That's Good awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super and you, awesome. you said you had the nine to five life for a minute? I did in, in Houston, dude. Oh, gosh. The reaction yeah. it didn't look like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I worked, uh, it was it was a super cool company. And like they, I, I, I'm grateful for them because they, <laughs> I was a operations manager down there okay. um, at a tech company. And so like we, one, it was like, my job was really easy, but yeah. that's also not good. Like, I don't like being bored. Like I, I have to be doing something like my brain just constantly goes. And so like at a job like that where I'm one, it's monotonous. Yeah. 
And two, it's like sometimes there wasn't a whole lot of stuff to do for, for my line that I was managing, right? So we would help out with other lines, but I was just so bored there. And like all day long, you're just thinking about volleyball. Like my whole life at that point was like, again, train in the morning. At lunchtime, we had a gym, like a really nice gym that they put in at the sales office, which is down the street. So I'd go work out during lunch. Um, and so like it was it was cool, but like when you're just thinking about volleyball in there all day and like you're just you know you're not doing what you want to do. It's like, it's tough to be there. Yeah. Um, but like they, the year 2019, when I started going to all the events, obviously if you're playing qualifiers, you have to get out Wednesday. Um, right. And so you only have a certain amount of PTO days at companies like that. And so I had like, you have like 15, which is not enough for a full season. Right. And <laughs> I talked to him, I was like, Hey, like I'm trying to go play all these tournaments. Like just kind of let him know the spiel, you know, and they were super supportive. And so they just, let me peace out when I needed to. And like, nice. I was like, not going to complain. I'll, I'll do my work. But <laughs> yeah. once it was time to leave and like, I got out, I was like, okay, this is, this is much better. Yeah. 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 What's been fun in the, the lifestyle now in coaching? Yeah. So I run a beach club. Um, I started doing that when I moved out here. I got a, I got kind of, I kind of walked into it. My, um, one of my best friends and my business partner, Cameron, he, one of his players is from here. And so her dad was running a gym. And they had a beach court there and they had run a club out of there before and he was looking for a club director and he had talked to Cameron and Cameron told him I moved out here. So I connected with him and I was running that for the last two years. And Is that an indoor court? It was an indoor sand court, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Those it are was, hard to come by. Yeah, On a rainy day, we might give you a call. Well, it's <laughs> yeah, gone now. Oh. And it's like super far. It was in Claremont. Um, yeah, for a rainy day, I'll, to get out of this rain down here, I'll, yeah, I'll drive. Dude. No, it was, uh, it was nice. I mean, it was cool. Like, again, we never had to look at the weather apps ever. Yeah. Um, the only downside is it gets dusty. So you had to wet the court every day. Uh-huh. Um, but it was nice. I mean, we, we had like a bunch of good players come through there and, you know, last at kind of the middle of last season, like January or so, uh, last club season, I just was kind of over the partnership. It wasn't really working out for me. And so I decided to pursue some other stuff. And so I partnered with an indoor club this year uh pulse uh, volleyball club there in anaheim they practice at the what is the old anaheim sports center right um it's open gym premiere now but um talked to them i had already had like a really good relationship with them so i met with the director there and i was like hey like are you guys interested in starting a beach program and they're all for it so started that now which is what i'm doing now and so we uh-huh. have yeah we have two travel teams right now <laughs> that they're doing the aau circuit um got Cole Aidnick out there coaching with me, John Schwangel, uh, nice. and then uh, a few other like coaches who are in that area yeah. uh, that help out as well. So, so yeah. it's cool. Yeah, I like it. I mean, coaching's fun and gives me the flexibility to travel when I need to because I have coaches there to kind yeah. of take care of things uh-huh. when I'm gone. Yeah, you're so. about to get busy too. Oh, driving dude. down to San Diego, traveling. Yeah, to I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a full year. March is March. Well, n- not anymore, but it it was looking like it was gonna be super busy when yeah. we thought that. AVP was going to be like early. And so, yeah, it's middle now, which overlaps with an event that we wanted to go to a uh, Tepic, but, mm. um, yeah. So, so are it's you not guys, as busy now. You're going to choose it when the AVPs and the and volleyball world collides. You'll probably choose AVP uh, for this one only because like one, it's going to be a good chance to like get me some more points, but two, it's also going to be our first event. And yeah, so it's like either we, step straight into the gauntlet in a tough challenger qualifier. Like right. we're going to be a low seed. Right. So we're going to play a good team first. Um, 
and we just both kind of agreed like we we talked about it the other day just like kind of makes more sense for us to 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 do miami and get some experience get me some avp points kind of set us up for for the year there and like Mm -hmm. get us going and then step into the in the world tour stuff where we're like we feel confident that we can you know at least compete on the on the you know in those qualifiers or the challengers the last the last like four months have been like you struck gold because yeah. not only, because Lotman was no points on the world tour. None. Somehow he slid. <laughs> Three events. Yeah. We don't have to. <laughs> Somehow he slid all the way to the top, past all of us, which I give him so much credit for. And then, and then you pick him up right away, dude. I was, I was so. <laughs> well, stoked. I think is that. Yeah. I mean, he like those. That was huge. Like, cause the, I mean, and he like, he'll tell you like he's I had like, someone else to call me and tell me. Did you know that you're uh, that Lotman passed all of you? Like, <laughs> dude, all all of us? Yeah, except came into him. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he, okay. Uh, and like he'll tell you, he's like, I mean, my points are super weighted right now. So like, you know, we're we're really trying to take advantage of it while we can. Cause Smart. I don't have international points, and so like he's pulling me into yeah. qualifiers, and you know, at that point, it's like we got to go and perform. So that's where it's like even more important of making sure that we're in good form when we go out to yeah. him. You know, and the, mm. and the great thing about his points, true. is they're so back heavy. Yeah where yeah true you don't have to play if you're not ready you know for the mexico's yeah you don't have to you can yeah. kind of wait till and there won't be a shortage necessarily of events in terms of oh, challengers right yeah there's a yeah. ton yeah there's, and there's plus there's That's i don't know if you plan there's on, like two a month yeah i don't know if you plan on doing any futures to get it but there's a, yeah probably about 15 of those too yeah luckily with his points i don't think we'll have to okay. like we can go straight to the challenger qualifiers which is it's really nice and i mean we're gonna sign up for everything and like maybe like we're i don't think we're very close to elite 16 qualifier in terms of points like his points but it's one of those things like we could sneak in right and if we do like we'll take it right Mm. and we'll take whatever we can get at that point so yeah it's we can be patient which is fortunate and yeah thanks paul for for picking up the slack here (laughs) thanks for carrying us through this man i love this partnership already (laughs) i mean you can tell too especially with indoor players it takes it's almost like a three four year process to yeah. really get the feel and like get yeah. rid of all your indoor habits yeah and it seems like paul's finally gotten to that point yeah so you're getting the best of paul Ottman too. oh for sure yeah no, i mean points he, wise yeah but like experience and like yeah in terms of his beach game as well no i agree i think last year was like the first time when you see him play you're like that's a beach guy now right right, right. Yeah. Yeah. First, like before there was still that you know a yeah, yeah, little yeah. bit of indoor stuff right uh-huh. and now it's like okay it's a beach guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure i agree Mm. yeah and he's yeah i mean he's playing awesome we've played a few like we played a, a force tournament together the first time i've ever been on a court with him like on the same side of the net uh we played a force tournament in texas that okay. star vision put on yeah um first time i've ever been on the same side of the court as him and like just i mean i love the fire that he brings so i was like when he he called i was like it's a nice call to have yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh that's awesome 100%. Yeah. that guy's got a resume yeah that's for sure no i mean it was yeah i was i was super stoked on it and then we practiced a little bit um he like because he played all those events late my my last event was like late november um he took like december we both took december like just to kind of rest a little bit right you're yeah. just lifting at that point we're getting the body ready and just getting refreshed to play another year of volleyball. Yeah. Um, so we didn't practice. We practiced still at this point, maybe three times. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, we're still just getting back into it and just starting to like have those conversations. Like, where do you like your sets? Like, right. you know, and talk about all that stuff. So it's still early, but mm-hmm. it's been fun so far. Yeah. yeah. When did, uh, he reach out to you? Um, it was 
right after those those events that he played so like in december okay um oh no it was right after i take it back it was right after huntington um okay so i played with bill klinsky in huntington yeah and we beat him and evan um i think it was like third round or something like that um of that event and we me and bill made the semi of that of that tournament um but after we played them and then i had also played paul with and he played with troy and laguna and me and andy beat him in the third round and the finals of that tournament and so like i just get a text after huntington like hey dude i think you know i've just seen your progression throughout the 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 last season especially and um you know miles is obviously moving on playing with andy and i'm looking for a guy and i i'd really like to to chat more if you have some time so yeah we Mm -hmm. just started talking then and yeah he took he took his break throughout december and obviously it's like I mean, like, like with you, like, we just don't know where the cards are going to fall that early. You know, like you just don't know where everybody's going quite yeah. yet. Like you have inklings, but nothing's ever for sure. You know, right. there's always big mix ups. So yeah. it's like, you want to wait, but you don't want to wait. Right. Like you're like, is, is the grass going to be greener? Is it not? Yeah. So like right. he's, he's waiting and I'm like, you know, I'm talking to other guys like, you know, Bill, me and Bill were talking quite a bit. Um, and then, you know, it gets to January and because he's so high up in the USA list, like he's getting a little bit of pressure to make a decision. Cause they're like, Hey, we got to know where you're at. Like, yeah. Um, and so about a week in two weeks into January, it was like, Hey, I'm ready to make a decision and I want to play with you this year. And I was like, there we go. Sounds good. dude. <laughs> like, I'll think yeah. about it. Yeah. I was like, uh, let me call you back. <laughs> Somebody told me to, do, they were like, dude, you should have been like, oh, I'll call you back. I was like, no, no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not risking that. Dude. No way. Yeah. yeah. I'm not risking that. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's no your way. reward for, Beat him three times in a row. I know, right? Yeah, I was like, is that what it takes, man? Just gotta, <laughs> just tired just gotta, of losing to you. Just gotta beat people, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. That'll do it, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like, I feel like that's just beach volleyball 101. If, if you can't beat the guy and he plays the other position, like, I could use you on my team. Right. Yeah. I'm tired of playing against <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, yep. for sure. Those are the only, I never, I never got to play. Oh, I played him once with Miles in Denver. And they freaking sm- I played like one of the worst matches of my life and they smashed us. That tournament was stacked. It was weird. So like we, me and Pete played the young kids first, the Denver kids first. Um, the Bayes. The brothers. Yeah. yeah. And they're good. I mean, they're yeah. good players. And they're in Denver. They're at home. Everybody's cheering for them. Yeah. They know they're I played not, altitude. They're not breathing hard. Matters. Yeah. They're, yeah. So like they, they gave us a tough time in that first round and we, we sneak out of it. And then we play Chase and Ed beat them and then we play paul and miles um and i was like okay paul's not gonna be able to jump serve as much like yeah we just gotta pass the ball and like let's side out and i just like had one of those games where you just don't feel like you can see anything and you're just like getting picked up getting blocked and it's yeah. like all right dude whatever worst <laughs> worst game of my life it's gone yeah and then we play andy and Ev- and uh, miles <laughs> yeah. next and played better but i mean they obviously went on to win they were playing well so yeah that was three for four Three for four, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that, dude. I didn't even think about it. I, I got I got the edge on him now. There you go. <laughs> Are you moving to... Are you playing right side with him? Yeah, so I played... I mean, I played right pretty much all year last year. Okay. Um, the only time I switched back to left was with Pete. Okay. Uh, but even with Pete, I would kind of play... It just kind of depends. Me and Pete, like, we play both sides. So, like, for us, it was just whoever's getting served, wherever you're feeling comfortable that game, like, go there. Um, but I played right with Lev all year played right with bill um played right with andy okay so i was like before that i i didn't really like i would kind of get a little tight on the right side 
and then I found it at some point during the year and just got really comfortable over there yeah. again, which is nice. And so, yeah, I, he was like, you're cool playing right. I was like, yeah, dude, I've been loving the right lately. Yeah. So yeah, no complaints for me. Yeah. Cause I think the first couple of times I played you was in practice when you were with Ed. So I just always assumed you were a left yeah. side player. Yeah, no, I, I preferred the left for like my first few years. Like, okay. and I was, uh, I was really good on the left. Like I wasn't bad, but, um, and I wasn't bad on the right, but it's like, you know, when you're switching sides, there's just some things that feel uncomfortable. Like, you know, your spacing is a little different because obviously approach patterns on the left and right are different. Yeah. Um, but also vision's a little different on both sides. So like I would go to the right and just feel a little trapped sometimes and not feel like I had my range and then kind of played just, I guess you just got to play a full season of right side to, to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. So yeah, I eventually figured it out and got comfortable again yeah. over there. I give so much credit to people who can switch sides. I am so useless on the left. I can't. <laughs> really? I can't see anything because I use. I think kind of like you, where I use my peripherals from the right because it's more of an angled approach to feel out where the open space is. Right. But when I'm on the left, I, I can't. I can't feel anything. <laughs> so I just swing deep seam every time until I get blocked hundred times and switch to the right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm. I mean, like I'm. My right eye is like how I see like all of the all the information in front of me, that's like what I'm reading stuff through. And so on the left, it's fine. Cause that's facing my setter. Yeah. I got the cord in front of me. If I keep my head in the right place, I can see block and everything. But when I would go to the right, like I would just turn my head too far and I can't see the set coming in. So I wasn't tracking the ball correctly. Like yeah. it was just, it was a mess. And then well, finally, I, I hadn't thought about it that. like that. Yeah. So there's like a, your right eye, left eye dominant. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, yeah, it's and it. Like that, it's an adjustment and like i know the adjustment to make but it's is that in your tough. line of approach or just how you're coming in so like it's your, like head angle um just kind of turning this way but i also i was going like close to setter and straight or like slightly right um, but mainly straight and then i just started staying a little further away and coming inside to the ball um outside in yeah, yeah. so i would like face a little bit more um, but it was mainly like turning my head and then i would get inside the ball face back to the line on jump so i still had line angle everything you yeah know, and I, I that's where i would regain the the range back instead of like facing my body to the angle yeah yeah huh interesting yeah I'm st i still tinker with my um my right side approach but i honestly have never thought about head positioning like yeah the way that i'm taking a look or something yeah no my my coach who i worked with in houston and he's like he and my friend Cameron, we're all business partners in, in our company now, but that's a system that he brought to me. And like, there's, it's basically like this, he did this test on me. It's like a physical test and he took me out for beers. It kind of tricked me. He took me out for beers <laughs> and he's like, he's like this old white guy. And first time I ever saw him at a volleyball gym, he's like in jeans and like, she's like, Dude, this guy does not know what he's talking about. <laughs> and like, just looks, does not look like a volleyball player. Um, and I was like, all right, dude. And he's like, yeah, let's let's, let's go grab a drink. And like, I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit more about like the, the system I use and like kind of how it how it'll help you. And so he took me out for drinks and he tests me in the middle of this beer garden in Houston. And the testing process is like it's physical process. Like he puts you in different postures and um, or we put you in different postures and like kind of just figure out where your body is optimally performing. Um, he built this for volleyball? He didn't build it. So there's a, it's a our, thing, right? the guy who created it, his name is Ralph. He's in France. Um, so he's been using it in Europe and France, like in volleyball and in pretty much every other gotcha. sport that you can get your hands on golf. Like, yeah. And so he 
gave it to John and like we we're the only people in the US who can use it here mm. and we're the, also the only people who know about it. So <laughs> we just built the company. We launched this month was like our official uh launching date. But um yeah, so like he tests me and it tells you like all this stuff that's like really specific to you and like how to play. And so he starts taking me out and like I was doing lessons with him. And that's the first time I've ever done a volleyball lesson. Like when I was in Hawaii, I had no idea what lessons were. Right, I was like, yeah. We no, did, we didn't do that. We just went and played. No like, one's yeah. coached on the beach. Yeah, either. like and like we just like I didn't know private lessons were a thing. I was like, people do this. Like you do like one on ones. Like what? It's yeah. Like, what is this, dude? So like, we just went to the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he starts working with me and just like two practices in, I mean, just like I could see everything changing and like I did some stuff that I've never done before in a volleyball court. Like that's from an attacking perspective and. Ever since then, like, yeah, we've been using it. And that's, I attribute that to, like, all of my progression because hmm. it's giving me such good direction and gives me, like, the place to go where I need to find answers, like, when things aren't going well, you know. Oh, trippy. So, yeah. so you moved to outside, a little bit more of an outside-in approach on the on right. The, on the right, yeah, just a little bit, like, really, really small. Um, like, it's still, it, it looks straight sometimes. Just starting a ball off of the Yeah, and then just, like, like, balls, like, kind of my left shoulder. And then I just work it to my right shoulder as mm. I approach, yeah. Um, like it's not, not yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause like Hayden changed his approach from last, when I used to play with him and <clears throat> this time he liked to go inside out like a lot cause he wanted me to push it away from the block, but he has some of the best vision yeah. of anyone. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you'd think like it coming all the way almost, and he goes in early too. Yeah. So he's almost coming over his shoulder and then all the way to his right, and he still freaking has the best vision. Yeah, Which always knows like, where you are. I'm not trying to <laughs> do it like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's got good vision, like really good vision, man. It's crazy. Yeah, like it's frustrating just a sneaky again. stuff he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First time I played against him was practice when like him and Logan first started practicing okay. over here. Mm-hmm. We got out and practiced with him, me and Lev. Okay. And yeah, I was like, man, this guy's fucking quick good. arm, quick feet. Yeah. Yeah. So he can just kind of choppy like, be there. Yeah. yeah. How you doing on time, Lee? I don't want to. Oh, that's a whoop. I don't know. Oh. idea. <laughs> oh, we're good. What's your heart rate? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's actually like, everybody asked me that with this. Dude, and I'm it's like, so funny when we're I was. Hour in. Okay, I was playing it because you're you guys up at five thirty. Yeah, I mean, I just got to drive. I don't know how far it's gonna be. Okay. Five thirty is generous. That gives me like quite okay. a bit of time. Because so I was good. playing uh, Hayden and Kalinski in a country quota for Chetumal, mm. and I'm there warming up, and Hayden's there warming up. And Bill, who is like the warm-up king, yeah. is not there. He's absent. And Hayden looks at me. He's like, what's the time? Because I had a whoop on. I said, oh, this doesn't tell the time. He's like, what the fuck's the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was like, well, it tells, you know, it tells your heart rate, all this stuff. And he goes, but why wouldn't it also tell the time? It's a fair point. It's not. It's not a bad. Question. I get it all the time. Like it's a not a small bag. little yeah. like you know like even yeah. those kids watches have the little red right. Red yeah, like, just like that, oh sorry, like just like this little part, right? Like, yeah. Just like some. Yeah. That's, it, it is. I've gotten that question so much, and I'm like, dude, I don't know, but I like. I also kind of like not having anything digital on my arm, like like a screen or something. I yeah. Kinda, totally. I kind of like it. You know. Yeah, yeah. For sure. How do you like the whoop? I like it. Um. So I have to. I keep it now. Um. My the trainer I work with, um, he like I have to input all my whoop data into his uh, into like the his tracking system that he has okay. for me like my HRV all okay. that stuff and he monitors it for me so I don't have to do any of the interpretation anymore which is nice but mm. um, I just need it for him to have all the data so yeah. yeah it was good good stuff I used it for like three years and then I was actually playing against Lev and he hit it 
in like the perfect spot where it um, chinked off one of the clips. Uh, and I could have sent it back. And I was like, ah, I've got, I mean, three years. Yeah. I got the data. I, yeah. I understand what works and what right. doesn't. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was weird. I had like a phantom whoop feeling for a while. And I had a gnarly whoop tan too. Oh, yeah. dude. Just yeah. This one, this one's, this like... one's nuts. Yeah. This doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't come off. That's why I like. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, my my whoop tan is pretty pretty gnarly. It's not as good as the Tim Brewster tank top tan. That's <laughs> that's all time. Timmy tank top. <laughs> Timmy tank top. I like that. Well, now that you're with Lottie, what's the what's the goal? What are we shooting for? Um, I mean, we we talked and like obviously, we're in a good position like both ways, right? So like AVP is <clears throat> is like just always going to be something that you want to do, right? Like you want to try and push your limits here domestically, but you know, when you go into like when for me, when I think about like Olympic qualification, like obviously that's every volleyball player's goal. But I think every one of us who plays knows how difficult that is. But it's like it's difficult. But I mean, everything's hard. And if you go and play all these events, the worst thing you're going to get from it is experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like for us, it's it's a win win either way because we're going to go win or lose we're going to get experience and we're going to kind of see where we're at you know but i mean our goal initially is just like first year it's it's like okay let's world champs like see if we can get to world champs mm-hmm. right and like make that the goal for international stuff because you know you got to have something um instead of just going to all the events so like let's see if we can get to world champs and then if you get to world champs who knows what happens you know and so it's like for me i'm i'm young enough where it's still everything is just good experience for me. Like I, I just want to get out and play and I just want to keep getting better. And so there's no right or wrong route for me right now. Like as yep. long as I'm playing and getting better, like one, I'm having a blast, but two, I I'm progressing and like, that's always fun too. Yeah. You know? So, and Lotman's probably telling you like, dude, world tour is really easy. Like, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he's no, I mean, he like, it's like, I mean, it, it was, I just went to three events and now I'm one of the top players. He's in like, the world. guys, come on. I mean, you guys are making this look hard for the last few years. <laughs> no, he's like, I mean, he, he understands like what those events were, you know, like he's, he's a very smart guy, no, like sure, he's, yeah. you know, and so he's, he's on the same page though. He's like, yeah, I think, you know, when we talked like first time we talked or, or maybe second time, like he's like, you know, what are your goals? And I, I told him, I was like, well, if, if I'm on the international tour this year, uh, I want to try and get to world champs. Like, I think that's just like the most immediate thing. And it's like the big one. Right. And it's, it's super hard, but nothing's impossible. Yeah. It's only impossible if you don't go. So like might as well go try. If we don't cool experience. For sure. Um, and so he was like, yeah, I think that's a good goal. And I think that'll give us like, it's a really good measuring stick too. like once world champs comes, like, if you're in, measure yourself against like the best of the best at like the best time. Um, and if you're not, like, okay, you kind of know where you fall now, right? Mm-hmm. And you know where you're at and you know like what you need to do to get there or like if that's in your realm of possibility, who knows? But I don't yet. I mean, I, I haven't even touched World Tour yet. So, yeah. Yep. yeah. Sick. I think one of the, the things that's uh, differentiated you from a lot of players who just come out or move to California is that you took it like a professional from the yeah. first day I met you yeah where you have you have a coach you've got your trainer analyzing your whoop data you just approach it immediately like a professional like you're not yeah. going out and just sort of goofing around all the time like when you come to practice you're so focused yeah I think that's one of the reasons why you made such a quick jump why yeah I got picked up by Lottie who had no shortage of options yeah no I mean it yeah it's I mean for me um yeah I like I would just always ask like questions of like okay well why is why is that guy doing that or like even with like sponsor stuff it was like 
I, I have, luckily I have a lot of really good business people in my ear too. So like when it came to sponsors, it was like, all of them are telling me like, dude, there's plenty of, plenty of stuff out there. Like there's plenty of money out there for everybody. Like right. there's, you don't have to wait until you're good to try and find that type of stuff. Like if you're a good business person, it'll happen. Like it has almost nothing to do with volleyball at that point. <laughs> right. So then you start to think about everything else. And yeah, I just, I've always taken volleyball so seriously, like in high school, college, almost to a negative where like, I'm too serious. Right. Yeah. And like, I'm hard on teammates. Like, yeah. like you guys aren't working hard. Like I was that person. Cause I was working super hard. And yeah. like, I understand now that like, I'm going to work as hard as I want to work, which is hard. And I'm not going to make anybody else do what they don't want to do as long as they're going to give me what I need. Right. And luckily in beach, it's like, you have one other guy. So yeah. if he's not cutting it, it's like, you know, one, I, you don't worry about that really with the guys like with Paul, like you don't have to worry about that. Like he's going to yeah. be in shape. He's going to train like, yeah. and he's a world-class athlete indoors. Like he's done it. Like he's been at like a really high level. indoors. Yeah. So like not worried about him by any means, you know? And so, yeah, for me, it's like, I've just always taken it so serious that it never made sense for me to not take it seriously. Yeah. Like losing first round in qualifiers doesn't matter. Like <laughs> still approaching it the same way, you know, right. cause yeah. it's, it's just the way it is. It's the only way you can do it. I think, you yeah. know, I mean, and you put in your time, right? Like you've been going after it for a while. Yeah. Usually like when you put the two together, you end up in a good spot and yeah. right now you're in a great spot. Yeah. Like yeah. You basically weren't on the map like yeah no i a mean a minute ago and now you're just yeah one of the top teams yeah i mean i, I still feel like i'm not on the map <laughs> well, i still feel like i'm like everybody's like who what's your name I'm like yeah don't worry about it <laughs> i like it like that yeah, i just yeah. keep it low-key yeah <laughs> so yeah well now you're on the podcast so. uh, now yeah now it's that. now now I'm, this is this is when you know you made it right? yeah, this, is, this is the beach volleyball Secret like defender. threshold right <laughs> you got to go through this or else like what have you done with your career you it's know? your initiation yeah <laughs> Yeah, and we got here. another Hawaii guy on tour. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't you know like how that. closely we were. Uh, I know connected yeah. our paths. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's Dropping so funny. Like Kaylee Hills. Like, yeah, like I live. That's where I stay when I go back. Is Kaylee Hills? It's that's but, funny. Yeah. yeah. So he stays in the place in the town where I was born, basically. Okay. My first house and everything. So now you got an off-season training crew right here, dude. It's exactly. Perfect. I hit up uh, um, Belly digs, digs, dude. I was hitting him up because uh, I was supposed to go back over uh, Christmas, New Year's. Yeah, we were um, there. Yeah, I was supposed to go back, and uh, I ended up, I went to Utah first to see some family there, and I got stuck there because of all the flight cancellations. Yeah. Oh, that's so right. So I ended up not making it to uh. Hawaii. My wife, her mom, and her brother, they left from here, and they made it out there. So they <laughs> went, they went, and, yeah, had a great time. <laughs> oh, and I was just in Utah, like I was with my family, so it's all good. But it was freezing. You're like, yeah, yeah you're freezing, <laughs> yeah. and they're just. Changing. And I was like looking forward to getting some training in, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was, I was itching to get back out. You yeah, know? perfect. More excuse to train out there. Yeah. Next off season. Oh, dude. December, yeah. January, we're pretty much out there the whole time. Yeah. Well, second half of January, we come back. Yeah. Yeah. Do you just stay out there though, like that that month? Yeah. Nice. At least a month. Yeah. yeah. Try to. That's so nice. Yeah. It's that'd be the best like recovery after a season. Yeah, exactly. Um, I can't go without it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, I, I'm going for a wedding at the beginning of February and I'm so excited. I like, I'm going a few days early too, just cause oh, like lucky. I missed my, yeah. I, love I missed it when you my get a little years. excuse yeah. to go back oh, out. Yeah. You're like, oh, gotta go. Sorry. Right, right. Yeah. It's <laughs> really like, important uh, friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, who is that? <laughs> my buddy from yeah. high school. Yeah, exactly. You don't yeah. know, and I, I have to go four days early. Like I just, it, I need to be on time. Yeah, you know? there's like, there's like this. They're having this dinner party uh, four days before. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, 
Red zippies, yeah. Zippies, yeah. <laughs> yeah I have to be there. It's super important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sick. Well, who's uh is that a sponsor on your hat? No, this is no. like Brixton, dude. Okay. I, I bought this at uh at the store. Yeah. No, this is just a it's a cool company. Gotcha. Cool hat too. Well, any sponsors you want to give a shout out before we go? Yeah, I mean there's a few that uh so last year was like the first year I had like really good sponsor support. I mean, like I've had others in the past, but like last year was like the first year where you know, like you said, it, it feels like you're a pro at that point, yeah. right? Like, and so, yeah, Matt Schultz, uh, Schultz International, that's the stuff I wear all the time. Like, I okay. just kind of plastered all over all my stuff. Yeah. Um, he was super huge. I mean, not just from, like, a, a support standpoint, but me and him are also really good friends now, and he's a really, really smart business person. So, like, he's helped me a ton outside of volleyball, inside of volleyball, like, with my career there, with the stuff I do outside. Like, he's just an ear for me to kind of bounce stuff off. So, he's been huge, so... Yeah, Schultz International. That was that was a, a really really good partnership for me to have last year. Uh, Chic was another good one. I um, they're a shoe store, and so like I'm I'm a huge sneakerhead. I mean, I got Jordans on right now. Yeah, I saw that. Um, huge sneakerhead, and so like I started working with uh, like this mom. This lady texts me and like she needs a trainer for her kids, a volleyball trainer. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. And so she's like, yeah, come over to our house. Like we have a gym, and they're they're in Upland, uh, okay. like over by where I was all the time. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll come by um super nice family she's got nine boys um that play volleyball Whew. and so like i've been training them Holy for like God. the last like year or so um nine boys yeah they're uh oh yeah gosh. it's it's insane they're then they're like they're good volleyball players like it's yeah. like it's strange that like they, they're fairly good volleyball players too so to have, have that many kids team and then three on the bench yeah so we have well two of them two of them are in high school so they play on a 16u team right now one plays on a 15u and then the other ones all play 14u Oh man. Um, so yeah, it's uh, and they're again not bad players. Yeah. And so yeah, I I started working with her there and then we just kinda talked a little bit and she got to know me a little bit more and what I do and um we ended up working out like a partnership last year. Um and we're talking like we're in talks about what we're gonna do this year because 'cause I'm trying to do a little bit more different stuff than what I'm used to, like not just sponsor social media posts. Like I'm like I, I did a lot of work trying to figure out how I can impact their bottom line like actually impact it you right. know and so we're having conversations now about what what we're going to do moving forward but yeah they were huge last year um and she's also my shoe plug so that's <laughs> awesome yeah, I have, like all the release like all like the the new releases that come out like i just text her and she I can get she expensive huh it can but like she she hooks it up um, oh, there you go and like i i i don't I don't let it take over for sure. Like, you know, it's like, you know, let's, let's pay the bills. Like, okay, we got some, you know, we got some less money sitting inside. Yeah. Like that's, oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm addicted slightly. You, there's have, a, there's you ever talked to Dave Paul about? No, is he a shoe guy? Oh man, he is next level. Really? Shoe guy. Yeah. So he, I see him wearing Jordans all the time. I just, yeah. yeah. Well, his big thing is he'll try to get when a shoe's about to drop, he'll try to get it as early as possible. Yeah. And then he'll hold it and sell it. Oh, he does the resale stuff. He's sort of like mm. flip yeah, yeah, yeah. shoes. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah you, I mean, you it's and good David business. Have a fun conversation. It's good well, business. Yeah. There's an Air, Air Jordan movie coming out. I know. Yeah. You heard yeah. about that? I did. Yeah. I heard someone starring in that yeah. movie. Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Not so, starring. Yeah, dude. I but I I talked to her and I was like just working out like you know my ideas for what I wanted to do with them moving forward. Um, obviously, all of it has to do with me wearing cool shoes all the time. <laughs> um, that's very important I'm gonna, get, yeah. I'm gonna get myself a pair yeah. <laughs> yeah. i have yeah i my my wife's like she's she's getting a little like 
what is happening? Like, there's just boxes at the house all the time. Like, <laughs> I have like the clear like sneaker crates in the yeah. closet, like full of shoes. Um, but I can't help it. It's just yeah. it's too cool. So like that was like my dream partnership was with them. I was like, yeah. this is awesome, dude. Yeah. So shout out to the Sheiks. They're they're awesome. Whole oh. family, super cool. Sweet. We were talking about getting some to go. Uh, if we get invited to the premiere, my wife's in the movie. She has a small oh, really? role in the movie. So if we get invited to the premiere, just. Oh, you splurge have to. on some Jordan. Oh, you and have wear to. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm picturing like a red carpet. I probably won't even get invited. But <laughs> that'd be sick. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Get my that'd be first awesome. pair of Jordans. <laughs> yeah. No, these are these. I actually I didn't change. These are the golf ones. Um, I just got off the course with Troy. Oh, those are golf shoes. Yeah, these are the golf shoes. Oh, uh, these are the bottom of the. They're little. They got some. They got some tread on them. Dude, that's they're the good. golf shoes yeah. I want. Those yeah, they're, they're the golf ones. Hell so I yeah. have these. I have like the all white ones too. Again, it's an issue. There's <laughs> <laughs> no reason you need more than one pair of golf shoes, but I have it. Sandcast okay. can become addiction therapy as well. Okay, good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> we can yeah. Talk about it. <laughs> I'll talk about shoes all day. Dude. Hell yeah, yeah. No. Well, where can uh, where can people follow along your journeys? Uh, Instagram is like pretty much the only one I use. I have. A Facebook page, but Instagram's the main one. So, Leela uh, at Leela Tucker twenty two. Um, if you search Leela, it's I mean, it's the only guy with sunglasses that pops up. <laughs> There's a girl who has I want I wanted like just the at Leela username, which that's impossible to get for almost any name that you want, right? Yeah. But I looked it up, and it's just like Plant Lady. And I was like, man, she has a lot of followers. She does. She has a lot of followers. But I was like, dude, come on, man. Like, I wanted to message her and be like, hey, how much for this like username? <laughs> but no, not worth it. Not worth it. It's just, it's just Instagram. Yeah. And Leela spelled L-I-L-A. L-I-L-A, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Right so, on. Sweet, yeah. dude. Well, congrats on a decent off-season pickup. Thank you. And uh, looking forward to watching you guys hit the world tour. Yeah, you no, I'm excited. You guys can skip as many AVPs as you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. Thanks for having me on, though, guys. Yeah, yeah. It. It was Made fun. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure.